So uh, we're looking at um, January, early January to play this. Yes. And we're talking, uh, you, you really think you're going to do the um, see the Starless? Sailors on the Starless Sea? Sailors on the uh, Maybe. I don't, you, should, you should do a different one. Surprise us all and run it full throttle. I do have this. Probably wouldn't get through chapter one. I do have this one that probably would be fun. It's like, I can't remember what it was called. Oh, it's called like the, uh, oh man, the meat grinder. It is written. It's not even an official thing. It's like a fan made DCC adventure. And if you just read it and look at the artwork in it, it looks like like a like a ten year old, like a ten year old's bird, like what they think a, a fantasy adventure should be, <laughs> and it's hilarious. It was written by him at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean the drawings are just all like I don't know, just like like a teenager doodling in his notebook in math class, and the uh, and everything. It's like it reminded me of playing riffs when I was like fourteen. Because it's just bonkers. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, and it was a free download, so I downloaded. It's like six pages long, so I printed it. That ain't bad, yeah. And yeah. and it even has a follow up level one adventure to it. So Sounds like it's right up our alley. I mean, I could do that, or I could do an official, you know, Goodman Games DCC. Because I have I have so many DCC adventure. You have like a bunch of those little booklets. Uh, yeah. I'm telling yeah, that I showed you that Pulp Adventures one that I have, right? Mm -hmm. See, we should have done that when we were making the Mother Planets. Hey, dude, I have so many, so many adventures for DCC, it's... Ridiculous. Yeah, it's hard to choose. I love that format, too, that they're in. That little booklet, I love that format. That's only some. Oh, really? Usually they're eight and a half by 11. Yeah. You know, but they're still only, you know, most 20 pages. Right. Yeah. Right. We see the, those booklets right now by 11. But yeah, those little booklets are cool. Yeah. I like those. I like those. That's like the same size as the Lamentations books. They're all that. Uh, what's that? A5 or A4 size? Uh, A5? I know what you're talking about, though. I know what you're talking about. God, it's been a while. The, uh, and I like, I like that format. I like those little books because they're lighter. They're easier to transport. Yeah. Yeah, and... And like, I do like the bigger books though because it's easier for me to write in. Because the uh, that's funny because I used to never write in game books. I don't because I had this thing in my head where it's like, what if I want to sell it someday? Oh. And then like I would, like you know within the past like four or five years, I was I was reading a I was reading a blog. And the question on the blog was or no it was on Google Plus. And somebody was like, do you guys write in your game books? Because I write, and every margin of my rule books is completely filled up with writing, and all my adventure books are, have notes and stuff in them. But someone told me I shouldn't do that. And all these people, like half the people were like, no, I would never write in a game book. These <laughs> <laughs> other people were like, of course I write in a game book. Why wouldn't I write in a book? Yeah. And then and I was thinking... Why don't I? Because then the note's right there that I need, you know, instead of flipping through a notebook Another notebook. and having yeah. a book open, yeah. taking up all the space, that's like, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? <laughs> you know? 
the world's not going to No, I can't sell the half-priced books for 10 cents, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you looked at the ones they sell for half-price on their shelves? They got writing in them all over the place. Yeah, yeah. and they're still like $30. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I guess I've never really written in them. I don't know. I never really thought that like I was going to sell them, but... I don't know. I, you know me. I love notebooks. I can't get enough notebooks. I mean, look at this thing, dude. It's it's fucking. It's a pad of graph paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's and it's itty bitty graph paper too. It's not like your normal like quarter quarter inch graph paper. Well, see, my problem that I found for myself. Yeah. I lose notebooks. Mm-hmm. I lose notebooks all the time. I'll probably lose this notebook tonight. <laughs> Because this is my this is my campaign notebook. I have a separate notebook just for podcast. It has all my podcast notes, all my things that I want to talk about in podcasts and stuff like that. Guess what? Lost it. <laughs> That's why I don't have it. <laughs> so I still have my podcast notebook. It's just downstairs that I bring it up here. I have no idea where it's at. I, I tore through all my stuff trying to find it. It's just gone. I, I, I'm buying the trunk of my car. See, dude, I'm telling you, I have a thing about fucking uh, notebooks, man. I I still have notebooks from, I could honestly say, 1986. Yeah, I have notebooks from high school still. Uh-huh. But, like... I could tell you where my 1986 notebooks are. Well, maybe not where, but I could tell you. But I could, if you gave me an hour, I definitely could find them. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, dude. 1986. That was that was the maybe the first year I started playing Dungeons Dragons. Like officially having like the red box set of beginners dungeons, like Dungeons and Dragons, not advanced, just Dungeons and Dragons. Speaking of that, I bought a new Kickstarter for old school essentials. Oh, okay. Which is a rewritten version of the basic and expert mm. box set. Um, the only differences between it and the original, because the original's out of print, you know. Right, right, right. Is that it has the option of ascending armor class, which every write-up has in parentheses the ascending armor class, but it also has the original descending, descending back up. And then it also has uses Thaco, uh, which was AD and D, but they that's to bring it make which it. Simple. I believe I believe Thaco was in D. Are you sure? Yeah. I didn't think that was until that came out until second edition. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, the uh, and it has um, additional books, which I also got in the Kickstarter on. Using, because it's all you know, race and class or race as class. Yes, yes, yes. Um, has, and that's when advanced changed it. Yeah, it has rules to do, so you can have races choose a class, and then it has classes from advanced that are made that are basically powered down to be playable. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in that version. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like you know the acrobat. Things like that. Oh, cool. Goofy classes. Cool, cool. Yeah, from the uh, Unearthed Arcana. Yeah. And the uh, and Druids and Illusionists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bard, which I, I hate bards. 
I don't know why I always no. hate Bards. See, I'd like to see what they do for Bard because I loved the first, like the app. That's why I pushed it towards you earlier. Oh. <laughs> Um, I absolutely loved the advanced Dungeons and Dragons part because in order to be an advanced Dungeons and Dragons bard, you would need to be, uh, I'll, I'll just classify it as, as it's done in fifth, uh, fifth edition advanced or fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. You would need to be a ninth level character in order to be a bard. What? Because the requirements were uh, a minimum of third level <laughs> fighter and a minimum of fifth level thief. Oh. So you couldn't be a level one bard? No. Not until you achieved those two. And that's just part of what you needed to have. Needed to have under your Okay, but bard. neither of those are magical classes. You gain magic when you become the bard class. I hate the bard class. <laughs> it's just so stupid to me. Like, you sing songs. Why do you have fucking magic powers? Uh, this was... I don't know. I guess you could interpret it that way. I mean, it was... It was. It gave a list of uh, bard colleges. So, you didn't have to just sing to cast spells. But I think the, I think the idea behind the bard is that you were... Um, like a very charismatic uh, class, and uh, it was more. I think. I think the idea behind it was that it was you weren't really casting spells so much as being able to talk your way into doing things that were magical. Like, I still don't like it. It's actors. Who cares? Yeah. Plus, every time I've been in a game where somebody was a played a bard, yeah, did not like how they played the character. Well, explain to me what, what I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I don't really hate any particular character class. It's just difficult That's, that's the only like. one I could say that I don't like. That, actually, no, there's another. Okay. Uh, any drow character. That's not, that's not a class, though. I thought we were on yeah, class here. Class, then race, whatever. Well, I think, I think just to be, just because, to be, because people that play bards yeah. or drows, <laughs> Well, I was going to say, just to get the drow it's, thing It's out always of a particular person, and they're always the most annoying fucking person well, at the table. this is what I was going to say. I think the drow thing kind of goes back to what you said in the first half of what we did, where it's the same per It's that person who keeps playing the same character. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't think bard, per se, well, maybe the bard is the same kind of thing as the drow, where somebody keeps playing the bard over and over, and it's the... Same damn bar that's from the last game you played, where we killed game. them on purpose so you could be something different. That's my experience. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that, that doesn't yeah. mean it's everybody's experience. That's just my experience, and that's why I don't like bar. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I don't know. I, I like I said, it's. I think I think bar maybe might be difficult for some people to play. You know, even though they think it's easy, like. Um, was that one out of Unearthed Arcana? Uh, the Cavalier. Isn't that just a knight? Or or is it the Barbarian? No, the Cavalier is completely different than like a knight. Oh. No, Cavaliers are turds. Oh. I mean, they're like jerks. And they have like super harsh restrictions. 
I think barbarian is the same way. Barbarians have super harsh restrictions too. Well, they can't use magic or no, no, magic no, no, healing. No, no. Worse than that. Worse than that. Like first level barbarians would like refuse to be in a party with anybody who displayed magical abilities. So how's that even gameable? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's... yeah. That, like I said, is super hard. But but Unearthed Arcana, they brought these character classes that I'm sure were introduced in other places. But I think they kind of brought it in as like, hey, look, here's a new supplement to, to our game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, here, here's some things that we've you know maybe garnered from other um, adventure modules, like, like, for instance, the Cavalier. Or uh, here's a good example. So the Druid, which was in the player's handbook, and Unearthed Arcana gave uh, additional um, level charts beyond what they were showing in the player's handbook. Yeah. So, so Unearthed Arcana didn't have first level through 18 or whatever it was for the Druid. It had 18 and beyond. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, the Acrobat, because that was another character class that was in... Uh, under Durkana, you couldn't choose to be a, an acrobat until you were a fifth level thief. So it had its 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 character or its uh, chart for s- skills and whatnot for for that particular thief didn't start until fifth level in that book. Yeah. Um, but then there was barbarian, which was a new class. Cavalier, which was a new class. Yeah, obviously, acrobat was too. Um, illusionist was a new class. Or illusionist, I never, no. I think there was just more illusionist spells in that. You know? I never understood illusionist. The the magic. Like why not just be I a wizard? I don't understand why they needed to have that as a class. Yeah, that's exactly like. like then where's your abjurer? What or your necromancer? Necromancer or your because <laughs> or your yeah your enchanter or enchantress yeah, yeah because you just, have just all those schools just, exactly you just be a wizard and I didn't you just want illusion do illusions do illusions I know there might be there might be more to the illusionist in like I don't know that I just, that I'm not recalling it's one of the things I like about BCC yeah it's like I want to be a barbarian okay well, a warrior and don't wear armor restrict yourself to not being with a magic user yeah that, that's your character fluff yeah yeah exactly yeah, it, you just get a you know an outline of a character class I'll be honest you with do you. whatever you want with the with these characters right now you could classify bill as a uh, as a barbarian because I don't have any armor on him yeah you don't even need it because you have tough skin well like a barbarian I, I want to get armor on it though <laughs> <laughs> which which reminds me so I don't know if you took a quick look through their equipment. You got a hoe. You might want to kind of just give it a quick scan. You still have the cow? The what? The cow? Apparently. Uh, six pack of the drink. Didn't you drink one of those? No, I think somebody else drank one of theirs. I thought there was, no, there was only one six pack. Well, then maybe it's down to a five pack. Yeah, that should be a five pack. Okay. Um, didn't you, weren't you, do you guys eat mushrooms left and right? Uh, I don't know. I like I said. I I have. I just still have a basket of mushrooms written down somewhere. The jar of a hundred capsules. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> what that was either. Diamonds. Yeah. Four bars of platinum. Yeah. Strange book of numbers. Yep. 
Yeah, next time we're going to have to get together and go over all that. Yeah, especially like what I'm thinking is like the diamonds and the platinum because, I mean, that's... I, how am I supposed to spend that in my armor? Can I even buy armor? You know, things like that. Like I, so, I mean, that's why I get specialty armor. That, yeah, well, that well, there we go. <laughs> but that's <laughs> why I didn't. That's why I haven't like added any equipment to these guys in beyond what I already have on. Because it's like shit. I, all I have is like a couple of copper pieces and then a bunch of diamonds and four bars of platinum. Well, <laughs> see, that's the beauty of the level zero adventure because it really is so crazy. Yeah, you get all this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm also thinking that we came from a small village, and it's like, well, who the fuck wants diamonds? Who the fuck wants a big bar of platinum? Yeah, you go back to your village, you're not going to get anything. Exactly. None of that's usable. Exactly. Has, has that's no exactly what I'm thinking. I'm yeah, like, you're going to have to carry ah, that until you find someone to, that you can get That wants to buy it, yeah. Where is equipment? Uh, I... Is it... What, um, combat? No, it's... Uh, uh, at page 68. There you go. Look at you go. You know this book, front and back. Yeah. I just wanted to see if there is... I'll probably just have to do something for um, specialty armor on cost. Yeah, you can always do a 25% increase. Or 50 or 100. Yikes. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, what can you make out of platinum? Maybe you can you can get somebody to make something useful out of your plan. Alright, I'll do start doing some research. Cause this this guy's smart. He's he's, he's You can make a platinum crown with diamonds in it and just wear it. That's a pretty good idea. You can call yourself the Baker King. Well, this is uh, the squirrel. Oh, the squirrel. Yeah. The, the squirrel part, you, you went from being a parsnip farmer to being the king of squirrels. The king of farmers. <laughs> the king parsnip farmer. I rule over all parsnips. I wonder if squirrels even eat parsnips. Oh, they don't. They just farm them. Yeah. That's, that's how they... That's they how sell they, them to the rabbits. They, that's how they save their money. There you go. You, know, they don't, you don't eat your goods. That's right. Yes. <laughs> we'll eat the product. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, I'm pumped, man. You got to get this thing started, dude. <clears throat> One thing I do, I, I want to do is make it more regional. So, like, your elephant, in the future, there will not be elephants. Right. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be from Pachydermia. Yeah, he's a visitor from a foreign land. Yeah. Not necessarily now. Right. Yeah, you because know, we already started. Right, 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 right. But you can do that if you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like anybody really came up with any backstory. Well, you know, I forget what, what part I was reading in this DCC. It's probably near the back where it starts getting more and more into like the actual gaming of it. I, I like how, and, and you've been doing it, you've been pretty much doing it, this, just how they describe it. It's like, you know, you're in this like feudal society, this medieval society, and you know, and it's similar to like you know having these twenty diamonds and four platinum pieces. It's like, what is going to happen to that economy when I show back up without you know forty diamonds? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Well, in our case, not not a whole lot because everybody's gonna look at it like, 
And is this gonna plow a field? <laughs> you gonna be able to eat that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you go to like a, 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 a small town or something that well, but, you know, but, but does what have goods services. What I was getting at is I like the way they describe that like when you have these adventures, it's like most people in that in the medieval times never went what more than 10, 10, 20 miles away from their home. Yeah. And it's like every adventure you have, it's like you know, like it, it's it's not the trek of getting there. The adventure is is there because you're not going that far to get there because you never really leave beyond twenty miles from your house, from where you live. Because that's the society. That's the way it works. And is it like one gold is like like a, a, like, a, like, like a years like a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. A year's income is yeah. one gold. Yeah, and I come, I show up with these like shiny rocks. Big fucking deal, man. I I don't I don't even need a gold piece. I need a few copper today. That's what I need today. You know. But now I'm now I'm Billy the Baker. You know I'm I'm my part time job is adventuring. <laughs> <laughs> I made, I made I made enough dough for the week. I have my lackeys take care of the dough while you know yeah. bake the bread while I'm out you know digging up humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the uh, you know like old the, the old D and D where it was you get you get experience points for selling treasure. Yeah, for getting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the. Uh, yeah, that's why the, that's why the XP was so big. But it's like, you know, you, realistically, if you think about it, how are you going to sell a magic wand? You know, who are you going to sell that to? How did they have enough money to pay for it? Now, where did it come from? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And imagine, imagine the society that had to suffer the repercussions just for it, whomever to create that item. Yeah. You know, because you had to get those resources from somewhere. And it's like, why is there? Why does every city have like two or three magic shops? That uh, that and how is magic just not going berserk? So, just wiping these. So that was out? that was you one know? of my that was one of my hiccups uh, a long time back with uh, with with way we were playing D and D. that there was just so much magic everywhere. That's how it always was in every D and D game I ever played. And it's yeah, and it's like, how is this a feudal society? How is this the the dark ages when you can just turn the corner and there's a fucking why are there wand that creates daylight? Why why are there castles when anybody can just pass Cre right through the wall? Or yeah, yeah, or create or create their own castle out of force. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's one I played where the, the 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 party had a castle that like existed in a pocket dimension that they could point out any time and it would build itself brick by brick to fit any shape. So they got a boat, it fits somehow on the boat, and the boat still floated because it's magic. <laughs> it was imagine. Why aren't you the rulers of the world? Exactly, exactly. Why aren't you ruling the world? Why aren't you the gods? At level five. Yes, yeah. And that was, you know, and I, I know that we, you know, as a, as a DM but and as a player, you do enjoy, you know, the, the extravagance of, of what you can create, right? I get that. You know, it takes the fun out of the game. It takes the challenge out of the game. I like, I like when we play, and I think I've come up with this, you know, fascinating riddle. And you guys get a, like, uh, like well, that to part. to me, it just makes it way harder for the DM. It does because you have to keep 
escalating. Everything has to get bigger and better. And then when you take something away, boy, they cry. Yeah. Oh, boy. How dare you? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) What do you mean my my self-morphing castle is gone? You're a killer DM. I've had that since level two. Yeah, you're a killer DM. Well, you're not going to live forever, homie. (laughs) But that's the thing. When you start giving things like that away... And it becomes it becomes habit. What, what is it called? The and then all of a sudden, Monty Hall or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you decide, oh, I'm taking it away. Well, they're already used to having it, you know, and used to you just giving everything away. Yep. 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 Yeah. I that like I said, that's that's and what I started to, to get me. I used to fall into that trap too. I I, know, I think every oh for sure everybody for sure. does. I mean, especially when we were younger. But then, like I said, as I as I got like actually, I, thought, I bet it was after I got out of the Marines because when I got out of the Marines, things were more real. <laughs> like, like I, I kind of knew like I actually had to do things to like live and be responsible and shit like that. And that that affected my gameplay. Like like things things that I would think you know ah oh, let it just be Gonzo now we're no let's bring this back down to earth. We need more realist more realism in the game. And a little less fantasy. The uh, like ease up on the magical physics. I think I had my for my experience because I didn't start playing with D and D. Right. My my first right. games were um, well. My first game, the first role playing game I ever played was uh, James Bond 007. and I barely remember it. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> the uh, but. Like, I had a lot of memories playing Twilight 2000, which was role-playing in the post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah. Because it was made in the 80s, and the nuclear war was going to happen. Yeah, that'd be a fun one to play. And that game was all about resource management. Like, on the surface, like, oh, you're playing an army commando, and and nuclear and radiated Poland trying to get back home to the States, but there's no airplanes, there's no boats, there's no fucking anything, you're on your own. Good luck. Yeah. And, and all you have is like a, a truck with a still on the back to make alcohol to put into the other truck. Yeah. <coughs> it was your fuel. Yeah. That, that's just a pickup truck with a, a machine gun mounted in the bed. Oh, wow. And it was all about resource management, and that was... One of my first role-playing games I played with my brother and his friends. And I think that really always struck with me, stuck with me, because that's the kind of game I like with minimum bullshit. You know, I don't like all the just handing magic out like candy. But I do sometimes like that kind of game. Yeah. I used to play riffs, and in riffs, you just basically just go big. All yeah. the time, constantly, because why not? Yeah, because it because there's always something bigger, and that's yeah, and that's the fun of that, and where you just, I mean, you end up fighting like gods, you know, <laughs> and it's, and that, that's a blast because you can do anything for us. Oh, I, I know, I, I, yeah, but the uh, like games like this, that's just I just like the low magic. Like a lower fantasy, a more realistic economy. Little, yeah, 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 yeah. I see. I do miss that. I miss the and this realistic. Economy. I think that's why I never liked Forgotten Realms, because because everything is fucking magic. 
all the time. And I'm not a big fan of, and I and I understand, you know, the concept of the Forgotten Realms when it comes to magic. Like everybody wants to like share it, but that's not the way I remember playing like old school role playing games. Like yeah. wizards are the ones that are all crusty and they're keeping their secrets and kind of like kind of like the way it described Mercurial Magic, where everybody create like everybody learns a spell differently and when you learn that spell this is the this is the consequence of learning that spell and you can't even trade spells really yeah yeah exactly exactly i i and love that, was, that. When, back in the day when we played uh, ad and d like if there any no matter there's three magic users in the group, or four. They all share. Their everybody spells. shared their spell books. Everybody had the same. Make, make sure that make sure you got you know make sure yeah. you have different spells because we're all going to share them anyways. And yeah, like, and it's. But but now now I want to understand if you read uh, the advanced Dungeons and Dragons and the way you copy spells down into your spell book, there's a chance that it can blow up in your face. But that was never played like that. Of course not. Of course the not. Uh, when when I started playing playing fantasy. Mm-hmm. One of the things that it says in the description of the wizard in that game is they never, ever share their spells with anybody. Right. Yeah, Blaze specifically states that. Yeah. Because it even says, like, this is his me. This is his. This is your livelihood. Yeah, your livelihood. This is how you do things, how you get through life. You're not going to give your competitors, you know. And you admit, yeah. well, well, I mean, think about just magicians these days, like just regular magicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they share their 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 you know tricks with each other. So long as you're in you know the magician's coat in the club, but they're not going to tell you their best trick. No, no. You know, I mean, why would you fucking like you said? Why would you give your competitor your edge? Yeah, that makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, warriors are fight to be the best warrior. You know, thieves <coughs> try to be the least known. You know, I mean, they all. Why would a Why would a wizard be like, yeah, let's just all be the same? Yeah. You know, and and on top of that, you know, here's another rule that nobody keeps keeps track of. Your spell books are only so big, and some spell books can only, you know, most spell books can only have so many spells in them. So that means resource management. You gotta have the money to buy more books. Oh, speaking of which, you need a spell book. Well, I got some diamonds. <laughs> and I have a table to roll on what kind of spell book you get. I don't have any dice. Out of uh, no, not on me. It's in the hubris book. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to roll on that. Because uh, it tells you like what what the book's made out of, what the cover is, what if it's like intelligent or not. <laughs> you know, all kinds of stuff. Intelligent or not. It can even do like uh, mercurial effects on further mercurial effects on the spells written in it. Oh wow! Like there's you know, for example, like one like spell that has like the cover is like of a spider, you know. With its legs wrapped around the cover, and then any spell you cast has, like, you know, it might have some spider effect, like spiders shoot out of your hands or webs or something. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, and you know it's nice. I wonder if it still has the so, like, for the, example, uh, luck bonus on with it. your your mystical mask. Yeah, with your blood sweat. <laughs> Just imagine. Like you're sweating blood that turns into spiders. Oh, how gruesome. Yeah! How fucking gruesome. That's awesome. That's awesome.
and just crawl off. I, I, I do love I do love the description that it gives for that um, sweat in the blood. Is that uh, you know, of course, judge's discretion. Of course, yeah. I don't I don't really like what it infers, but still, it's a, it's a gruesome sight to behold um, that uh, predators might be around. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's something, because uh, I was never, cause, like I said, I didn't grow up really playing D&D. Uh-huh. And even when I did play D&D, uh, rarely, I can't remember a single time where I, I played in a dungeon. High school, man. It was always like overland adventures or on the high seas. Man, I, I don't remember ever playing like an actual dungeon. underground dungeon. Yeah, dungeon crawl. And so, like, I've had to read um, in game books and on blogs, like how to run a dungeon and how to like you know do all this stuff. And a lot of things like that I would never have thought to do. Because actually, I have, because I've run Palladium Fantasy where we did a dungeon crawl. Um, and you found one of the great old ones that was sleeping. Oh, God, that was, yeah. And the, the, there was like was... minotaurs trying to, to wait, awaken him. That was years ago. That yeah, was that was the a long best time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was like six or that seven was, sessions. That Maybe was, longer. That was, fun, that was the same one we threw. Um, Shot Graham's body over the side because he got, he got petrified. petrified. Yeah. yeah, by like, You don't beetle. want to carry yeah. him anymore and throw him <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> and then it was yes. like, well, you could have unpetrified him. Because I, I remember now because I had that uh, Ogre Diabolist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Ogre Diabolist. Everybody uh, went into the like with the magic circle and they like changed their 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 gender. Or uh, race. it was all demon. Everybody was getting turned demonic to. Yeah, no, no, that that, oh that was yeah, God, yeah. Yes. Slowly, like every every day, you you turned it got a little bit more demonic. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. I know. I think it was a troll. I think it was bear. He was a, he played oh, a troll, yeah. and he was like, I don't really care if I turn demonic. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, that makes sense because you're already a troll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of in the same boat because I was an ogre. It's like, well, okay. I, I I like that. I like what I did with that one because the Diabolist is not by any means a, a not combat at all at all. Yeah. But making him an ogre gave him at least some. You're able to punch your way out of stuff, or at least take a few punches. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Remember. That, that was that fun. was a fun one. That was yeah. a fun one. But the uh, yeah. That's like my, my dungeon crawl experience. Yeah, that was a running one. And things I didn't, because it doesn't really say that in the adventure, um, was like random monster rolls. Like it had, you know, like for a random monster table, okay? But it didn't really tell you when. When the random that, monster might occur. Or, or, you know, yeah. why or. There was one level in that where it did tell you because there was a, a basilisk. That controlled the level, and he had like these mad—I can't say magical speaker—but he would somehow use magic to like make sounds of like a giant scary monster down the hallway. <laughs> so, so, ma- magic to hurt and uh, to hurt people. Audible, audible 
to, to hurt people, you know, wherever you wanted them to go. Yeah. And it worked. In the game, like, everybody's like, well, shit, let's get the fuck out of here. I'll go the other way. There's something <laughs> nasty down there, you know. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, that's awesome. That actually worked. That's awesome. But the, um, yeah, so reading stuff and, like, there's, like, you know, you can search for tra- traps or secret doors or whatever, but that takes a turn. And because it takes a turn, you roll on the random monster table. And I, I didn't know this. This is completely new to me after, and this is like, what, 30 years of gaming. It's actually new to me. So go on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, like, you know. No, really, it, it is. I, I recently found uh, something that d- in my AD&D books that described the amount of time it took to do things and what you're talking about is kind of what it was at. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. I, I went to Half Price and I bought the old AD&D Player's Guide and the DMG. I think it was in the DMG. And the, uh, I can't I'm pretty sure it was in the DMG. I saw it real recently. And, it was, and it's like, you know, everything, it turns, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. the, um, so you know, there's all these things that you, one that, minute, that, ten minutes, there's yeah. all, they can search a 10 foot square area in a turn. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. because when I was building the um, random dungeon is where I found that information. Yeah. Yes, and yes, then, but, yes. But you roll on the monster table. Yes. If you make noise, you roll on the monster table. If you get into a battle with a monster, you roll on the monster table. <laughs> Because it'll attract more yeah, monsters. Yeah, keep, yep, 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 yep. And I'm yeah, like, now, all yeah. this makes so much sense, but I never even thought about it. You know, yeah. I never did it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about noise. Yeah. Yes. You have to be as silent as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot it. Yeah, and I and like I said, that is something that honestly I didn't do. I would I would roll when I felt it was necessary to roll for it. And that would always piss me off because I would roll when I wanted one. You, you know what I mean? And you know now as a as as a as a DMGM judge, referee, you know now that you don't roll when you want a random monster. You just put it in there. Well yeah. I learned that early on. I did. Because because I did because I didn't would back in the day like, you know, I'd have random tables and books and stuff, and I'd be like, why do I even roll on this when, if I want this monster there, I'm just going to put the I monster there. I just need to there. put him there. I don't yeah. need to roll to see if I'm going to get him there. Yeah. 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 Or, I, or, didn't, or I, didn't, I did not learn that early. You're, like, you're in the woods, and you have a chance of seeing a bear or a werewolf or a cockatrice. Well, cockatrice is really complicated, and I really don't want to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> a bear is really mundane and lame. So let's do a werewolf. Right, the werewolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I, I would always roll. I, I thought I was doing the uh, characters a solid, but the reality is, is it doesn't matter what happens behind the screen. And you probably do the same yeah. same thing I do. You'll roll dice just to roll dice to fuck with people. I always do. Yeah, I do it too. I love that. And the best. I love the power. I love doing it when Graham's playing. Oh really? Because Graham always goes, "Why are you rolling dice?" What, what 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 are you doing over there? What's going I'd on? I'd be like, don't don't you worry about it. Don't, don't worry about a thing. I yeah I I, learned, and, I picked that yeah, up pretty early. Yeah. yeah. Next time we play, just just watch, dude. I'll just you guys will be talking, and I'll just start rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> I I have had I have rolled 
dice before and had Graham. Like, you know my no bowl dice roll box that yeah, I had? Yeah. So I've rolled in that before. And I, I'll roll, I'll roll, like, and this is, this is after doing the tricks of rolling, but it's funny you mentioned Graham because there was one time, um, actually, you might remember this, when I had the whole uh, table set up and you guys were running towards that, uh, that mountain, and you had to get into the cliff and the, yes, and the things that. were blown up on the island. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I rolled to blow you guys into the cave area, you know, like the explosion happened right behind you and everything like that, I was, I was rolling everything in that box. And that last roll, I rolled it. And uh, Graham was sitting right there. And, he, and I, you know, I described it, you know, blowing up behind you guys as you got through there. I saw him lean over and check my dice roll out there <laughs> to verify that that's what I rolled. <laughs> but what's funny is, I didn't actually roll that. I just went ahead and put my monster where I needed my monster. <laughs> it's, what's that? The rule of cool. Yeah. 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 Do, do what's best for for the story. Yes, yeah, and that's what I, that's that's like like now, like I said, after I got out of the Marines and I started needing more realism in my games and actually writing stuff out as well because I didn't do that until after I got out of the Marines. Like I don't know what happened, what the Marines did to me, but after after that, it was like like we got to lay this out and you know, <laughs> and you know, especially you know, knowing what we know now and and being able to just kind of roll off of each other's you know, actions and punches and, you know, try to, I, I know, I know, uh, uh, Ed likes to call it railroading, but it's not railroading when you're using a magic mouth and audible cloud glamour to guide your players back to where you need them to fucking be. It's not railroading. You know? No, railroading would be if you, if they're going it, it, down a tunnel and then you're just like, eh, there's a rock slide. You can't go that way anymore. Or, or like, or like you, you, you create a character and you, you try to leave a town because there's gods warring, but there's a, there's a mob that keeps yeah, pushing. That's, that's pushing it towards <laughs> it. And then a nuclear bomb, then a bomb goes, goes off and you got yeah. no other choice other than to die. Yeah. That's kind of real. Yeah, see that, that, that would, I think that would classify as railroading. I don't know. It's funny. Speaking of Ed, uh, cause I was over there for his birthday. I went over there and, uh, do we play, um, Resistance, which is that card game where you got to decipher who the who the uh, government operatives are versus the. Uh, I've never heard of it. It's kind of like that. Um, what's that one game called? Uh, Who's a werewolf? Yeah, I know that. One. You know that or something like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, we're like there's one secret person. Hitler. Yeah, yeah, kind of things like that. So. Yeah. So everybody gets a, a vote, two voting cards, yes and no, and then everybody gets like the third card, which is determines whether you're resistance or a spy for the government. Mm -hmm. And the goal is the resistance want, wants to overthrow the government, and uh, you have to determine who the spies are. I mean, that game was over fast. <laughs> I was like, no, you are, you are. Like, how the fuck did we know that already? It's like, you just knew. It was weird. But then we played um, The Betrayal on Haunted Hill. I've and heard of that. I've never played it, but... I, oh, uh, you... You I, didn't I, play I when that. we had the uh, Baldur's Gate version of that? No. Oh. No. We, we talked about it, but we never... Yeah, so we played that. We played that. And, uh, but yeah, uh, what's her Brenda and Christina sat out. Another time when I quit playing D&D. &D. 
So before you start, <laughs> does this involve Tommy playing a female character or any persuasion of a female character? Uh, this might have been the one time he did not play a female okay. character. Just jacking that. I know most of those. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what his character was, but I don't remember him being female in this particular. Uh, which game. which which can happen. I mean, he every other time I ever, every time <laughs> he's gender fluid. Every other time I've ever played a game with him, he was always he always played a female. <laughs> but this time, it's usually it was Chris Hoy. He was he was running it. It was Raven. Oh, he, I was going to say he's he's the female. No. <laughs> it was Ravenloft. And no, he had Chris had the uh, had the 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 the, the GM NPC PC. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. You know I've, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was some sort of giant like raven that had javelins that it could throw with its you know feet huh. while it flew. Sounds like a god and it, and it knew everything and told us where to go and what to do and fought all the battles for us because you know he it was, it was the, the 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 DM's PC and PC. It's got to get his experience somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I played a samurai, mm. and had a, it was it was a fun campaign. Yeah, there was some some annoyances about it, but it was a fun campaign um, until. I somehow picked up something that was cursed and caused me to attack everybody. Makes sense. Um, cursed, usually. Yeah. So they, they, you know, restrained me. Yep. And we, we, you were playing a... A samurai. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bound by honor. Yeah. Okay. So they restrained me, which makes me... Okay, that's fine. They take the cursed item and, like, remove curse or whatever... So, so now okay. you know that this is not the weapon to use, right? Yeah. Right. Well, I think it was destroyed, you know, with the removed curse. Yeah. Um, but Tommy insisted on taking my two swords. The other non-cursed. Non-cursed. After the curse is over and, you know, I'm back to normal. Um, my samurai, whose entire existence... Is based upon having his swords and being this honorable warrior guy. Samurai, because he's a samurai. Very standard. Um, was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and because of this, and Chris refused to. You know, he was just like, all right, let's just see what happens. Let's see what happens. Keep it up, Tommy. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, just egging Tommy on. Um, and then Tommy convinced everybody else. To you know, the magic users to do something to to restrain me again, and they took my my, my took my swords, took all my equipment, took, basically stripped me naked, uh, and then sent me off into the wilderness. And I was like, "All right, well, that's a villain." Yeah, that so, becomes a villain. So I, I I was like, "Well, there's nothing left for me to do." And Chris is like, "Well, you want to make a new character?" And I was like, "Oh." No, well, not really. No, but I wouldn't want to either. I ended up, I ended up making a new character. Samurai's off in the distance. Yeah, man. I made a, a ninja, uh, like a ninja wizard, ninja Wu Jin. Wu Jin, yeah, 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 yeah. And I played that for a little bit, but then I just, I just got disinterested and quit. Yeah. But the, um, the samurai, Chris ended up using the samurai uh, in like the final battle of the campaign. <laughs> as an NPC who came back 
to hunt down the party with like an army of eight like Japanese dragons and Good. shit. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, man. And I was I was like, okay, that's pretty impressive. You know, I'm, I'm glad you did that. You know, yeah. you reused give them. Me, give me some justice. Yeah, some yeah. revenge. That's yeah. cool. But yeah. I don't know. I I, it's just, it's just I would have I probably would have been disinterested in playing role playing games after, you know, especially especially with the Ed event. And that and that Hoya event, uh, though that would definitely turn me away from. It would have turned me away from playing with either one of them. Uh, I don't know so much as the game set. Well, the game setting would just leave a, a bad taste in my mouth. D and D would just leave a bad taste in my mouth from, from those experiences alone. Uh, it's not D and D's fault. It just would leave. It would have left a bad taste in my mouth. Third bad D and D for work. But Brian convinced Anthony. Who had like his his D and D books in the in his car? Was it the green car with no exhaust? It was. Okay. Was it the green death? Or I, something I, I, like I'm that? just trying to figure out the year, the time frame here. I think I think it had it's, it was called Green Death. <laughs> like it had stickers dude, in the window. Dude got pulled that. over like hourly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, so he could, Brian convinced him to run me and Brian through a quick adventure. You know, just one shot adventure. Yeah. Why not? And, sure. And it was, we're like we're so so we quickly roll up these characters. Of course, Brian somehow had a character already that was like level twenty and had a Vorpal sword. Okay, that's that's the one where you roll like a natural twenty and you chop off anybody's head. And you can sever head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Limbs. That's that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I think I also started at the same level, but I don't think I don't think I did. Didn't have the cool sword though. Yeah. 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 It's one of a kind. So. We're supposed to like infiltrate this castle or something, and like you know, there's there's you know, the, the, there's the, the drawbridge. I, I'm just weeping because it's Anthony Green running a game. Oh, 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 oh! I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I forgot the best part. To run the adventure, Anthony had had to no. have no his 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 DM black candle lit. So I think he had to run home to get his candle and come back so he could have the candle at the gotta table. Set, gotta light set it. the mood. He did set the mood, yes. <laughs> so it's like an hour and a half later, we start playing. <laughs> and we're, we're trying that to... sounds too, so too familiar. Man. And we're trying to infiltrate this castle. And I'm like, okay, I have rope. I'm just going to try to... You know, throw rope and a grapple. I'm gonna throw it over the thing and climb up. Wall's too high. Okay, and then Brian's like, "Well, I'm gonna go around the side." Well, there's there's bushes, and Brian's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna hack the bushes with my sword." And he's like, "Well, they're really thick. I'm gonna keep hacking. Well, they're just getting thicker. I'm gonna keep hacking." I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna keep chopping. Dude, this was for like 45 minutes. Of, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm like, okay, guys, I'm just going to go smoke a cigarette, maybe get high, I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, you guys yeah. sort this out, <laughs> and I come back, and Brian's like, I'm still hacking. <laughs> Anthony Green's like, it's just getting really thick, you can't hack through it anymore. And he's like, well, I'm going to keep trying. And he's like, Brian, i got to quit. I'm done. <laughs> Don't burn it! <laughs> yeah, that's, that hasn't gone out yet. 
Oh my god. Brian, I just can't I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, he just he like closed his book and like I'm done. <laughs> I can't go on the bushes. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I can see that. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like like everybody everybody lost in that one. <laughs> Yeah, you don't win or lose in role playing games, but everybody lost in that one. That is too fucking funny. Man. I'm sorry. Holy shit. Yeah, I wish I wish you and I, I wish you would have come and gamed when you when I when I was playing when I was running shit. I don't know. I, everybody called me the killer GM or DM or what have you, but I wasn't. Dude, after my first that was the Eddie game where I got died in the first five minutes. That was my first ever time playing AD and D. Playing any Dungeons and Dragons. Man, that at all. sucks, dude. That sucks. That was the very first time. And that I was sucks. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I will say this. When, when I played for my first time, what I remember, I mean, it may not even have happened the way I remembered, but I remember. So basically, the, the, this is the whole scenario of what happened because you know how combat takes forever. So this is the whole scenario. We were in a dungeon, we were in like a corridor, right? And if you can imagine like a 90 degree angle corridor, right? And we're, we're walking down one, one corridor, and around the corner were some trolls, and they were armed with maces, and I don't even remember what we were armed with. But this is what I remember. I remember that the troll used his mace, so now, now knowing what I know now versus the way I'm going to tell this story might sound silly. Okay. So... Um, we were we were not like within visual range of these trolls, right? We just okay. knew they were around the corner, and they were armed, like I said, with maces. Okay. And the way the DM described it was, they were hitting us with these maces, right? But you couldn't see them, right? Because they were around the corner, and they were hitting like uh, I remember my brother was playing, and so was this kid named B A. He was called B.A. because back in the day, B.A. was B.A. Baracus. Oh, yeah, yeah, B.A. Baracus. But his name was Adam, so B.A. was Big Adam because there was another kid at the Babysitters that was named Adam. Uh, yeah, still a white dude, but he's B.A. Um, so anyways, he was playing in the Kyle, which was the son of the Babysitter. So he described these maces like... Uh, he didn't really describe what they were at the end. He just described that they were like rubber bands. So when they used them, they would go around the corner of the corner. Like a flail. But imagine a rubber band instead of a chair. <laughs> yeah, it was the point of the rubber yeah, band. Yeah, it was, it was like, because he was telling us that it, it went around the corner. Oh, weird. Yeah. And it was slicing the, the us when we got hit. Well, but, I it, but it was a mace. Right. A, a rubber band slicing mace. Yes. That was hitting my, like my brother got hit in the kidney and I forget where BA got hit. Ooh, I like specific hit locations. Yeah, that's yeah, funny. yeah. That's that's what really got me was just because that, that visual imagery. That, that imagery. Instead of like, oh, you got hit for three hit points. It's like, oh, you got hit in the kidney. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, that, that's about that's that's about as much as I remember of the whole thing. But what I do remember was I didn't get hit, so I really loved the game. I just fell in love with it right there. It was the imagery and not getting hit, mm. and, and I fell in love with the game. 
And then I found out that uh, bases don't work that way. No, they do I, not. I was, I was, I was really, <laughs> I was really disenchanted with the game after. <laughs> <laughs> but I decided to keep playing. I kept, I kept going at it, and uh, yeah, dude, I, 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 I just my experiences with Dungeons and Dragons have now, and I've told you, I've told you that I have had like not good experiences with Dungeons and Dragons, just like you have had. With me, right. not good experience when we went to the uh, to uh, Shadow uh, or oh, when we tried to play third edition. What was that? One? Was it Ravenstone? Ravenstone. Ravenstone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Still have never played third edition. I or three point five, whatever. I think I've, I, I don't know. I think I, I want to say I have played it once. Oh, well, you played Pathfinder. Same thing. I guess that's the same thing. Yeah, but uh, then some nerds like who's that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no I'm with you I have had some bad Saturday meetups before I, 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 none that I care to I don't even think I remember them but they were just they were that short like, like the one that we had I'm, I, I I barely remember much of it other than we were trying to create characters he was trying to steamroll us into a particular type of character yeah. and I left yeah. I left after Josh got there. I said, Josh, you can stick around if you want, but he's going to need a Yeah, Josh left too, and then just left me with this douchebag. Yeah, it was it was shitty. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and his own friends bailed on him. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 that was the impression I got. Because <coughs> if nobody started showing up within the first 15 to 20 minutes that we got there, you know, and then for him to be like, oh, yeah, we'll just create a character when you get there, it's like, I think I warned you too. I was like, well, you do realize it's going to take at least an hour to create one character. Yeah. And that's whoever starts first because the second one's going to have to create a character and that's going to take another fucking hour. Oh, and when he brought out his laptop and all of his game books on, on PDF, like thousands of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude. I'm like, what, the, what am I supposed to do here? Like, what is He's this? like, oh, you're just going to make a, a, a flame adept. You know, ninja warrior. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Uh, because you're not, you're not. You're not. And, and the thing is, it's like we knew we were going to play Forgotten Realms, which he told us, mm -hmm. and we both knew because of our experience with Forgotten Realms is you better play something with magic. Yeah, you're dumb if you don't. I was like, I don't want to do that. Though. Yeah, he's like, well, you, need to well, be you have to because that's what we need in the group. Yeah, we need that in the group, and I'm already the magic user. Oh, man, man, I guess we'll have two magic users. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that sucked. Well, and I mean, and again, that's just something that, I mean, I'll probably never, you know, other than just reminiscing with it because it's like, you know, we're friends and it's something that we can laugh about. Yeah. I would probably never remember that again. 